terrible football show. All right. I want whatever you guys are smoking right now. Come on, Shane. You. Oh, Oh, baby. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Shane, I swear to God. Welcome to a terrible football show. That's my quarterback and my teammate, man. <laughs> Ruins my fucking holiday every damn year. Alex, what up? You can thoroughly kiss my ass. Why not let us decide the top four? Yeah, let a terrible football show. Let a terrible football decide terrible the top four. Show. Fuck you, Shake. <laughs> Roll Todd. Have a good one, guys. Oh, Have a good one. Oh, yeah, he's got to go. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Uh, no, I like that Baker Mayfield to myself, man. He was baking up there in the Browns, and it just turned into a big old shit pile. So- <laughs> Get that right. I will fly you out and take you to a game in Dallas of your fucking choice. Ooh. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's successful at just giving his terrible opinions, so why can't I? It's a terrible football show, after all. Welcome to a terrible football show, episode 66. It is the final episode before we go on our break. This is post-NFL draft. Of course, we're going to be breaking it down, giving our thoughts on it. The boys are all here. And boys, hell of an offseason. You know what? Round of applause. Hell of an offseason, boys. We made it. It's time for our break. If you're new to ATFS, we, we take our break period during the summer when everything's kind of dead, a chance for all of us to kind of sit back, relax, recharge the batteries. But meanwhile, Sparky 3 is going to still keep on rocking with Animan Plus and GameStatic, of course, every single week. Well, Animan Plus has been, uh, it's been, it's been an iffy one. But GameStatic, every single week, we're rocking. Uh, so, but ATFS will put out one episode in June, one episode in July, and be back to weekly schedule beginning of August uh, with everything kicking off with football. Super exciting for that. Uh, but yeah, let's go around the room. Let's start with Jacob. Jacob, Jacob, how you feeling? Hey, buddy, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. So far this week, I've, I've, I've worked a total of 12 hours because of the fucking stupid rain. Yeah, yeah, it, it's been a week. I also just now unmuted us on stream. My bad. Welcome to a terrible football show. It's all good, though. We have the audio recording, so I'll fix that later for the audio version, of course, and everything. But it is what it is, bro. It's a terrible football show. What do you expect from us? But yeah, welcome to ATFS episode 66. Uh, final episode before the break for anyone listening to the video format right now. Uh, we'll be going on a break for our summer. We do this every year. Uh, just a chance to recharge the batteries and everything, uh, and then we'll get back at it. Weekly schedule begin in the beginning of August. We'll do one episode in uh, June, one in July, and when we come back in August, it will be with a clean number of 69 that was 100% planned out like that. I'm just being very transparent. But yeah, Jacob's doing great. Besides, you know, rain kind of killing him. I feel you on that, my, my friend. Uh, Shane, what about you, dude? How you doing? How you feeling? I'm doing all right. Um, I've just kind of been sluggish today, so I didn't even go to work. It isn't even bother. I feel kind of been in bed. I literally got out of bed like 30 minutes before the show. And I've, <laughs> I've just been kind of out of it today. So I have been up since 4:30. So I feel you on the sluggish part. I definitely feel you on that one. I got an early start tomorrow, too, getting up at 4. So I feel you. I'm a little sluggish, but it's all it's all going to be worth it here soon. You know, next next Tuesday on our first Tuesday of no show, going to see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 with the lady. So I'm excited for that. And then after then Friday, I'm off, have a three-day weekend to play the new Legend of Zelda. 
and I'm very excited for that. Uh, so, you know, it's all going to be worth it. Just got to make it through this week. Ricky, what about you, dude? How you doing? How you feeling? Uh-oh. He's got a sigh. He's got a sigh. I have been following the <laughs> Raiders, guys, since the year 2000. Okay. Because that, that was about the time I really started really getting into football. I have a stepbrother who played football around that time. He was in elementary during that time. And it was real fun. To, it was just real fun to watch. And so, you know, I got into college and then, you know, I got in the pros. You know, you heard about, you know, the Cowboys and everything like that from the 90s and everything like that. <laughs> you know, I used to watch up. them all the time. And then, and then I fell in love with the Oakland Raiders, who at one point had the greatest wide receiver who has ever played the game of Jerry Rice. Um, they had a ton of they have a ton of talent. I think Rich Gannon, Tim Brown, uh, to me is one of the one of the most underrated quarterbacks of all time. I, I think Rich Gannon uh, would probably go down. You would think by now they would have figured it out, and they still can't draft. They still can't draft. What are we? Uh, Mark Davis, if this podcast gets to you, I'll send it to you. Him. Might sell the team. Jerry Jones is a better draft person than you are. Sell the team. Just do it. Just do it now. Just do it now. Hey, you know, he might he might be looking around the room about it because you remember all the the stories where it's like, oh, the Raiders didn't even have enough money to fire Josh McDaniels, whatever, and stuff like that. Man, I guarantee you, Mark Davis. Like, I understand he may want to keep the Raiders because it is like it does bring in money to obviously to some extent, even though they apparently didn't have money, like, you know, family, you know, heritage and everything. But, man, you cannot tell me as an NFL owner of a franchise that's not that great. If you're a great franchise, I understand you're not even going to look at it, but you cannot tell me in a situation like Mark Davis, you ain't looking over at Washington and seeing how much that team fucking sold for and be like, ooh, buddy, I could get me a lot of money, especially right here in Vegas, brand new stadium. Woo! But that's what I'm saying, though. Sell the team. Alex, they're in Las Vegas, Nevada. I have been to Las Vegas. I went to Las Vegas last April. I know what's in Vegas. And there is a huge attraction when it comes to professional sports. It's the perfect place for professional sports. And guess what? The Oakland Athletics, they're selling their plate. They're going to Vegas. And that I'm so happy because I'm so happy that Mark Davis is ticked off about. I hope he sells the team because he cannot draft. I'm not talking about Tyree Wilson and I'm not talking about Michael Mayher, but when you draft early drafting is, um, is, it's very, very simple to a certain extent. It can be simple, but the later draft rounds is what really tests a football club. And this guy does not have it whatsoever. We'll go into details later. We will. And also shout out to the Oakland Athletics. Let's have a uh, let's have a moment of silence for Oakland sports in general because now they've lost all their professional sports teams. Moments past. Actually, funny enough, um, there's a guy at one of the stores that I cover. Um, he he's actually from the uh, from that area of, of California. Um, and uh, you know he's a big baseball fan, and we were chatting about it and everything. And he and he's he understands completely, and he's excited for the move because he thinks then the Oakland Athletics can maybe actually become maybe competitive. Uh, but he is bummed about it because it's just like he's bummed about it, but not in the sense of like he's like upset that they're doing it. He gets it because he's just like the city of Oakland completely fucked every sports team that's over there. 
like mm-hmm. uh, top to bottom. They have fucked every single sports team. You know, he 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 did bitch about to me about uh, the the Coliseum where the athletics play, and he's just like, man, I used to go to Coliseum games when I was a kid, and it was fucking beautiful until they built that giant Mark Davis monstrosity that blocks the view of all the mountains and stuff. Uh, so, you know, it's a, it's a sad day over in Oakland to some extent, but at the same time, I feel like Oakland fans are like, you know what, we get it. The city has just fucked the athletics and just, well, when I say athletics, I mean sports in general. Uh, Oakland, the city has just fucked the sports uh, all together, you know, and now Oakland uh, no longer having a sports team. It's kind of wild, honestly. It, it is honestly kind of wild that we've now reached a point where a city that's been known for you know, a couple of incredible sports uh, programs over there. And then, of course, you know, Golden State kind of played between both. Now they're just all San Fran. You know, now, now they got nothing. Now they got nothing. But that's that's for another day. That's that's a conversation for just a terrible sports show, which may happen at some point. Keep your lookout for that. But anyway, let's, uh, let's, chat, about, let's chat about the draft here today, boys. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're, of course, you know, as we always do, we're going to give our thoughts on our respective teams. So Bears and Jags for me, Cowboys for both Ricky and Jacob, uh, Bengals for the, for Jacob, uh, Raiders for Ricky, and then Shane with the Seahawks and, the, and Broncos, of course. So we're going to chat about that. We're also going to chat about uh, teams with our that is our favorite draft class, teams that is our least favorite, and we're going to kind of do some, uh, some, uh, some thoughts on picks by the day. So like day one favorite, day two. Day day one least favorite, day one most shocking, day one um, you know disappointment, and we're gonna repeat that for each day. Uh, so day, you know you know day two and three. So that that's how we're gonna handle today's episode is do a full draft breakdown. Uh, so let's just jump into it, boys. Let's start things off with our squads. Who wants to start? Anyone want to take the floor? You know, or do you want me to step up, lead off? How do we want to go? Who wants to start? Yeah. Yeah, screw it. I'll I'll just you know what I started the thing with the Raiders. I'll start with yeah, the Raiders. Yeah, we're already on let's the just, conversation. Let's just talk it. about let's just talk about how crappy this Raiders I'm draft pull up really the Raiders was. Draft with you. Considering the simple fact is Al Davis has come back from the dead to make this <laughs> trap, ladies and gentlemen. He really has. Okay, so um I'll be honest with you guys. Um I was very, very optimistic about the Raiders. Um in the fir- in the first two picks. I was very, very optimistic with Tyree Wilson and Michael Mayer. I I really believe both of those guys um are really gonna be able to contribute to the franchise right off the bat as rookies. And then it went downhill from there. So I understand the need of going out and getting a defensive tackle. And I also understand of going out and getting a receiver because you know what? Let's, let's just face it. We all need them. All right. So, uh Oh, my computer froze on me for a second. Hang on one second, guys. All right. So here we go. Third round. Byron Young defensive tackle out of Alabama. It was a little bit of a reach, but it wasn't completely pathetic like the rest of the picks were. So I'm I'm okay with Byron Young. He's an Alabama defensive Nick Saban type of dude. So I, I'm I'm fine with that. But the rest of this draft, like I said, it just goes down completely hill from here. So we get to Trey Tucker. Let me remind people: Trey Tucker is a Al Davis, not a Mark Davis. He is an Al Davis pick. Why? Because the dude is super, super fast. But let me remind you, Trey Tucker wasn't the best receiver that came out of Cincinnati. That dude got drafted in the fourth round. This dude was overall rate 222, and the Raiders got him with the 100 pick. It's like... You, it's like it's like I'm okay if you draft this guy, but if you want a wide receiver, 
let me just name let's let me just name a couple of receivers that were drafted in the fourth round. All right, so fourth round. Huh. You have Tyler Scott, who was way better in Cincinnati. Way better in Cincinnati, and his overall rank was a lot better. Charlie Jones uh, for Purdue, he was another receiver that was way better. I think those were the only two that were drafted in the fourth round. Those two right no, there. there's one more, the uh, the, uh, the second receiver for TCU. Uh, for TCU, uh, yes. Davis. I forgot about he him. He was drafted by uh, L.A. With, so he's going to be with his teammates still. Shout out to that. All of those were rated higher and much better than Trey Tucker. A lot better than Trey Tucker. The rest of them, honestly, a lot of them probably don't even matter. Jacorian Bennett, who I actually do kind of like that pick. He was actually a very late-round pick, or I'm sorry, he was an early fourth-round pick, but I thought he would go a lot sooner than what he did, but quarters are, you know, it's quarterback. So yeah. I was I was okay with that pick. It's 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 not the worst pick now in the entire world. let me ask you world. this. Let me ask you this. Are you okay with Bennett over Ringo? Because Ringo was picking by the Eagles no, right after you. No, no. That was something else I wanted to point out before this even before this even started. That's something I should have pointed out uh, from the, from the very get go because there were three players, three players who went on day three that should have went at least on day two, and I've got them right here. Give me one second, boys. I got to pull up. Kelly Ringo was one of them. He yeah. should have. I'm sorry. I don't care when you have the school Georgia. On there, I don't care what their overall rating is. You get a Georgia defender before you get someone from Maryland. Okay, let's just let's just get that straight. Okay, let's just get that straight. Because the last time I checked, Georgia is a two-time defending national champion. Probably going to win a third. Guys, do not sleep on Georgia. I know they lost a lot of people. We'll talk about that at the new season. But here we are. You're getting a guy from Maryland instead of getting Kelly Ringo out of Georgia, who was way better ranked. There's a second player that was also um, I can't pronounce the dude's name from Northwestern. But he was also he was also the top fifty, top sixties. That didn't get taken until the third day, which I thought he should have been taken earlier. And then a guy that at one point, at one point, I had this guy in the first round. Yes, Dewan Jones out of Ohio State. I From had him in the, the I, Ohio I, I know, State. The Ohio State. I'm sorry, the Ohio State. I had him. Now I know that he slipped quite a bit in the draft because we started seeing these other uh, we started seeing these other linemen come up a little bit more in the draft. But of all the things in the entire world, those three right there were picked on the on the third day, and they were good enough guys to be picked up on the second day, at least in the 100%. at least in the mid to late second round, at least. And they were not picked up to much later. So it means it means these scouts have seen something in them they don't like. But we're talking about a Georgia defender, and you choose a guy from Maryland. So yes, even though I'm okay, I I'm overall okay with the pick. Like as 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 in general, I would have been okay had Kelly Ringo not been available. If Kelly Ringo would have been available, I, I'd be fine with it. Okay. Then later on in the draft, you really really stretch on this one. You stretch more than the Rams stretch because Stetson Bennett at my point at my board wasn't even going to be drafted, but you draft Aiden O'Connell. Now listen, I want I I know that Purdue is not what you would consider a recent football powerhouse or anything like that but I come on if you're going to sell people on a quarterback in Las Vegas you should have got you should have skipped Michael Mayher in the second round and you should have drafted Hendon Hooker in the second round because he was available at to grab uh, to grab which I had predicted that you would do and once again you just go completely the opposite way, and you get somebody that, to me, I, I'm sorry, I don't trust Josh McDaniels with Aiden, Aiden O'Connell. I trust someone like, oh, gosh, what's his name? His name, don't no, forget it. We're just going to move on. Um, 
Christopher Smith out of Georgia. Hey, he's got a Georgia name on it. Good job. And the rest of the two guys aren't going to matter because they're going to get cut anyway. Overall, this was an Al Davis-type draft. They went all over the place. I have no idea. Raiders fans everywhere, I have no idea where this franchise is going. I'd like to interject on pretty much everything. <laughs> Let me give you some optimism for this for this draft class for the Raiders here, okay? Because, mind you, like I said before the show, the Raiders draft class was... It was up there for honorable mention for me for best draft class, considering. Obviously, you said Tyree Wilson, Michael Mayer. They were great. Great picks. Byron Young, fantastic pick. A little bit of a reach, but fantastic pick nonetheless. Trey Tucker, the reason why they drafted him wasn't to be a number one or a number two or number three guy, because you got all three guys. They drafted him to be a number four guy with speed and to be a returner. I think he's good at that. Um, Jacarian Bennett, you guys desperately, desperately need to get better in man coverage. And that's where this guy excels, is press man. Uh, Aiden O'Connell, not the flashiest of picks for quarterback, but he has a tremendous upside to him if obviously coached right uh short to medium range for him is fantastic deep range is a little sketchy but his arm strength and his quickness to uh, snap the ball and pass is fantastic uh christopher smith probably one of the best picks you guys got in the fucking draft because christopher smith was huge and the Mm -hmm. fact that he fell to the fifth round is insane yeah yeah i i I will say that here's 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 my thing and this is where i'm going to counter you at okay (laughs) I'm okay with Ja'Cory and Bennett. They had better options. They had better options. That I don't think they did at that point in time have better options. Kel- Kelly Ringo. You, Kelly, Kelly Ringo is not good in press man coverage. Ke- but Kelly Ringo. Ja'Cory and Bennett is. But Kelly Ringo overall is a better cornerback than what Ja'Cory and Bennett is. And even but in not the for prof- what you guys needed. Even, even, in the profes- even in the professional realm, though. Even in the professional realm, I think at the end of the day, Kelly Ringo was going to have a much better career than Jacorian Bennett. Remember, he has Georgia beside his name. Georgia. We're talking about two times. Yes, it does. It (laughs) always matters. It always matters. You guys did what the Lions did. You drafted with specific roles in mind for each guy you got. I didn't even like the Lions draft that much. But anyway, I'm sure we'll tackle that later. I don't know. I'm I'm just saying overall. I think we reached way too much more than what we needed to. A guy, a guy like let's just put, let's put it this way: a guy like Trey Tucker. If you want a guy like Trey Tucker, I have no problem with it because the guy is super fast. I get that, but a guy like him would have been available in the fifth, sixth, and possibly the seventh round because of how how low his rank was. He was not a very high prospect in the draft. You don't draft you don't draft a guy who's 243rd overall in the third round. You get somebody you get somebody that you can build, somebody that you can use now, not somebody that you're going to use three four years down the road. Now you oh, you're uh, going to use him now. Yeah, okay. You may use him on special teams, but that's it. I mean, special that's all you teams. Need. You're right, but special teams before too long will be like the XFL. Because it's not like you guys are hurting for wide receivers. You have Devontae Adams, you have Jacoby Myers, you have I, Hunter Renfro. I I agree. But like I said, you draft him in the later rounds and you get somebody. It doesn't necessarily have to be a receiver. You could get somebody else, 
you get you can get a different you get a different position at, at that point. I'm just saying Trey Tucker would have been available in the fifth, sixth, and seventh rounds. They could have gotten somebody better than that at that point, and then way into the later rounds. Trey Tucker would have been there in the later rounds. I'm telling you, he would have. I don't think he would have specifically because of his speed. That's neither here nor there, but I I, I disagree. Also, we do have Steve here in chat, you know, pumping up the Eagles, you know, because they had a great draft and everything. Screw the, the Eagles. The Georgia Eagles. Uh, Ricky, Steve also has a comment for you specifically. All right. He tells you to grow back your beard. He said bring back the beard. Okay, so here's here's the thing, gentlemen. So this is the reason why this is the reason why I had to chop off the beard. Uh-oh. Um I offici- I officiated a basketball game Saturday night. It was a it was an alumni game. No, it doesn't mean anything, but anytime I officiate I chop off the beard. It's just, it's just one of those things. Uh, it, it will be grown back during the rest of the offseason, which I know we're not going to have another episode for a while. But, um, but during, during like a special when football season starts, yeah, I will have no beard. Hmm. Okay. If, if Sorry. you, if we come back in August, and I don't see you with a beard like mine, I'll be very upset. I doubt I get. I highly, I highly doubt I get a beard that big, man. Highly doubt I get a beard that big. It's just, it's, it's one of those things. Years ago, whenever I first started officiating, and I know it's a little bit different now, but I was always told, coaches <clears throat> like it. Like you get more respect from coaches, you get more respect from your officiating crew with the clean shave and, and a and a nice and a decent haircut. So that's that's why I go clean shave when I officiate. <laughs> Um, That's old school way of thinking. I, I'm, <laughs> screw I, those I'm, people. Screw those people. I, I'm, I'm just saying it's just it's just the way it's just the way I've this is the way I present myself. And I've just always done it that way. All right, let's let's react to another draft class, Ricky. If you had to put a letter grade on the Raiders, would you give it an F? I'd give it a C. Okay. Um, and and the, the only the only reason I would give it that is because I can't ignore the first three picks and I can't ignore the late pick. Um, I, I can't ignore that. But what my whole thing is trait, in my opinion, as low as Trey Tucker was rated, I personally think even with his speed, Jacob, I personally believe he would have been available in the fifth and sixth rounds. Okay. Okay. Uh, so next one that we can do, um, We'll we'll save the we'll save Cowboys for now since both of you've got it. You guys can kind of chat about it and go back and forth. So Shane, do you want to hit one of yours? Or do you want me to hit one of mine? Uh, I can hit one of mine. All right, what you got? Which one do you want to start with? Um, I, I'll start with the obvious pick here. Um, Seattle Seahawks. Um, I think they had they were in contention for one of the best drafts. For me personally, uh, that could be some some personal bias there, but I think they just got great value. Um. I mean, the Devin Witherspoon, they got JSN in the first rounds. Um, I like that pick. I mean, that, those two picks alone put them in contention to win the first round. I don't think they won the first round, but, I mean, it's up there. Um, and then you grab linebacker Derek Hall out of Auburn, uh, Zach Chabernay, running back out of UCLA, which I really like, kind of an underrated guy. Um and I mean, just tons of picks of filling positions that we need. I re- only thing I I would say I didn't like about Seattle's draft is that we drafted two running backs. Mm-hmm. Um, drafted Kenny uh, McIntosh, McIntosh in the, in the seventh round, and then of course, like I said, Zach Chabernay in in, in the second. Um, but other than that, I I really like uh, Seattle's draft, and I, I'd probably give them a B B plus. Okay. All right. 
You, uh, you forgot the best player they drafted, by the way, Jackson Smith and Jigba. No, he said JSN. Uh, I, I, said, I said JSN. Oh, I didn't hear yeah, you. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah he, oh, yeah, he just said JSN. All right, Jacob, you want to hit the Bengals, or do you want me to hit one of mine? Uh, I can go with the Bengals. That's fine. All right, then I'll do mine. Let me get the Bengals pulled up with you here. All right. First off, their first three picks were phenomenal. Miles Murphy fell right into their laps. I, I think I, even though he fell, even though his draft stock fell, we called that. I do think he is going to be a force to be reckoned with on that defense. DJ Turner shut down cornerback. I, I hated him when Ohio State played Michigan, and I'll I'll love him in the NFL because man, that guy has a lot of talent. Jordan Battle, another person who should have probably been picked in the second round, like mid mid second round, but fell to the third round. Uh, the only I would say the only thing that I really don't care for. Is uh, the wide receiver from Princeton, Andre? Whoa, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. What? Hold on. I love that guy. That's the that's the best receiver you got. No, okay. I love okay. that guy. Okay, <laughs> I love him. He's a, he's a good he's a good receiver. He was a good prospect. He's he a good was. receiver, but I don't think after picking the wide receiver from Purdue, Charlie Jones, I don't think we needed to pick another one. Nah, friend. I mean, he's going from one from one set of sh- tiger straps to another. He's about to be one of your career starters. He was almost he my is. pick for mm. the career starter category he's, that we'll do here in a bit. And Ooh. he's and he's and he's got a name that you could put Pro Bowl next to because he's just got a name you can't pronounce. Bingo. That guy's gonna be a Pro Bowler. <laughs> That's gonna that's gonna be your pro bowler right there, man. <laughs> I love that guy. Oh my god! <laughs> now you know who's gonna be our pro bowler? Brad Robbins, the punter from Michigan. <laughs> hey. Correctly predicted was going to happen. You did, yeah. Now, 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 now I'm starting to wonder what Harbaugh is gonna do next year. That his place kicker and his punter's gone. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, overall, I would give uh, I would give the Bengals probably either. I, no, I would give them a B minus for this draft class. I think this was one of their better draft classes in the recent years. Not a lot of flashy names, but a lot of a lot of talent that was much needed in the positions that they drafted. Uh, Steve also gave some uh, rankings here in chat as well. He said the Seacocks uh, may be a C plus or B minus, and he gave the Bengals a B plus. So I, I, I agree with the B plus. I, I think I think this is a good draft class for them. I think B plus is good, yeah. Uh, all right, so I will hit the Jacksonville Duval Jaguars. Uh, so in terms of a letter grade, I mean, honestly, I gave them an A personally because the one thing, I not only do I love a lot of these draft picks, I love the depth that the Jaguars got because like they had a lot of draft picks and they utilized them quite a bit. Now, I do have one very random-ass gripe about this entire class, and it's actually the very last pick. You could have got an absolute fucking weapon in fucking Jack from Oregon State, but instead yeah. you get Derek Parrish from fucking Houston. <laughs> like, Jack Coletto, man, was playing linebacker. He was playing special teams. He was playing fullback. He was playing tight end, and he was doing, and he was making plays at all three. You, but he did get picked up by San Fran as an undrafted free agent. Shout out to that. 
Uh, I like the Anton Harrison pick. I mean, obviously, O-line is something that we desperately need. I really wanted Dalton Kincaid first round. I really wanted that tight end. But Antoine Harrison is something that we desperately need. We, you know, just continue to protect our franchise guy, especially with the issues that we're now looking at with Cam. Uh, Britton Strange was kind of not on my radar as much. You know, did some homework on that one, thanks to, you know, Jacob here and Tyler. And I'm actually really happy with the pick. Still wish I could have had Dalton Kincaid, but I like him a lot. Uh, Tank Bigsby, I think, is a great pick to put behind ETN. Big fan of that. Uh, Ventrell Miller, that's a guy that I actually really thought the Jaguars could have gone for. Uh, I think I had him in one of my uh, seven-round mocks I did previously. Big fan of that one. Uh, fan of Lacey, fan of Yassah, and also Antonio Johnson. Love that one a lot. Love that one. Yeah, got to protect the, the the division vet. That is 100% true. That video was hysterical, by the way. Uh, I love Antonio Johnson pick a lot. Parker Washington, big fan of that one. Um, I mean, overall, top to bottom, I'm just a big fan of this draft. Uh, like I said, my only kind of gripe was I wish we could have got Coletto. I love him so much. I'm glad he got signed by someone, got signed by San Fran, but – yeah, the big thing about this draft to me is that they just filled out a, a stupid amount of depth, uh, and uh, that, that's the big thing that I kind of take away from the Jaguars. I think it was an excellent draft uh, this year for the Jags. Looking forward to seeing where they're going to kind of go from here. Yeah, my, my, my favorite pick with y'all was Tank Bigsby. I, I really think yeah. um, had he had better coaching at Auburn, he probably would have been a higher draft pick than what he was right there. But I, I think Tank Bigsby is going to do, do very well for Jacksonville. Yeah. My favorite pick was Parker Washington. As you guys know, I like for the that. last I like, like, I like. few months, I've been very high on Parker First, Washington, yeah. and he's going to be a huge asset for Trevor Lawrence. I'm pumped. Yeah. I'm, I'm so pumped for that pick. Uh, not as pumped as I am for the Bears wide receiver pick, though, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, I am not like that. That one, it got me through the ceiling level of pumped. Uh, since I mentioned it, I'll go ahead and do the Bears real quick, and then we'll kind of pass it back around the room. Uh, Bears, uh, you know, I, I, to me, like an A minus, I thought this draft was incredible, you know, for, I love, you know, what we did in the first round trading down that one pick, you know, and still get the guy we wanted, get an extra pick out of it. Darnell Wright, I think is awesome for us. We've been really high on him. Gonna be a great protection for, uh, for Justin Fields. Our offensive lines actually finally put together, uh, Dexter and my guy Stevenson from the U in the second round, big fan of those two. Um, Pickens, I like that one a lot. You know, we're really, you know, our, our first four picks is all in the trenches. You know, three or four are in the trenches. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's awesome. That's what we need. But then, you know, now where I'm kind of like, eh, we could have gone elsewhere. I'm not the biggest fan of the Johnson pick. I like it. But there are other players that I really wanted more. Uh, but I, the Johnson pick, you know, I think will be fine. I'm not going to knock it. I mean, we, you know, we've done well later round uh, running back picks anyway you know, the past few years. I mean, Matt Forte was a second-round pick. You know, Jordan Howard was a fourth-round pick. Khalil Herbert, I think, was a sixth-round pick, and now he's going to be our starter, and he played really well and didn't fumble one time last year. Uh, so, I, you know, these later-round picks the Bears have been good about over the years, and I think this Johnson will be another good compliment to, to, to Herbert. But there are just other guys I wish we could have got, including one being a guy the Bengals got with fucking Chase Brown. I've been so high on Chase Brown, and I really wanted him in fucking Chicago. Uh, but Noah Sewell and, uh, you know, Tyler Scott, those are two picks that sent me through the roof. Uh, Terrell Smith as well. All three of those picks, Tyler Scott, Noah, and Terrell, like, dude, I went through the roof on those picks, especially Tyler Scott. I am so pumped about those picks that I cannot even begin to express. I think Tyler Scott, 
I think Tyler Scott's going to really put some pressure on Claypool and Mooney. Um, you know, I think the guy that's definitely got the the biggest heat behind him this year is going to be Mooney. He's not one of Poles' guys, obviously. This will be the last year of his deal, and it's it, it's he's got to step up and prove that he's worth a re-sign. Claypool, while I'm not a big fan of him anyway, he did at least get traded for by Poles. Mooney's kind of the outlier, so I think Scott can compete with Mooney right now for that third spot. And, uh, you know, I, I'm overall, I'm a big fan of this Bears draft class. I think the Bears absolutely knocked it out of the park, at least in my opinion. Um, all right, who wants to step up? Uh, Shane, do yours, and then we can finish off with the Cowboys since, they both, uh, since they're both going to be doing it. All right, all right, sounds good. I will say that pick at Noah, Noah Soul. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you go back to, if you go back to our, our pre-draft um, Claypool or our preseason, our, our preseason – show for this season i was super high on noah, noah soul yeah as a as was a lot of people and he was i mean at the time he was the top linebacker in the country yeah so for him to, to for him to fall to to them at that spot it incredible i think it was a great value pick yep. i'm the only one not high on on him <laughs> probably i yeah. honestly think yeah. that was one of the worst picks you guys got i love the pick I love, I love the pick. pick. Yeah. The reason um, why I do not like him is because his eyesight is terrible. His peripheral eyesight is terrible. He lacks strength and speed for playmaking, and he cannot cover. He can't drop back and cover a short range. He sucks at that. <laughs> um. So this will be pretty quick. Um. Denver. I mean, it, it really comes down. To, I, I like our 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 first three picks. Uh, Marvin Mims, receiver at Oklahoma, Drew Sanders out of Arkansas, and Riley Moss, cornerback out of Iowa. Um, other than that, I mean, it, it's just hard to hard to really spot it with Denver. I mean, yeah, really this, is the, this is the still the, the Russell Wilson stuff you're you're dealing with. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it, it's tough. I mean, I think the first three picks are are quality picks. I think those three players will extremely help. Unfortunately, I don't know enough about JL Skinner or Alex For Forsyth from Oregon. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's about it. If I, I, I'd probably just give him a C just because I, you did I the mean, best it, with it, what you had. <laughs> yeah. And it, it just, hopefully it's quality over quantity here, Yeah, but we'll see. I will say whenever I, I was going through and picking like least favorite drafts, I made sure to purposely avoid the teams that just didn't have anything. Cause that seems unfair, you know, like. You know, and honestly, they wouldn't fall in that category anyway because the my you know the Dolphins had four picks and the first two picks alone knocked it out of the park in my opinion. Um, you know, for what they did, so I tried to avoid those teams because like that feels really unfair to judge the Broncos and the the Dolphins that call them the worst draft. They did the best with what they had. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was going to say the same thing because I, I personally I don't think they had a bad pick considering what they had. Yeah. Um. So I mean I I mean because like I said, Jail Skinner, I've heard of him. Um, he, he's, he's, pre, he's a pretty good safety. I think he's going to do, um, I, I, I mean, yeah, he, he was a six round pick, but, um, he could have easily been a fifth round pick, um, or even a fourth round pick. Um, but I, like I said, just with the way the teams, you know, needed and everything like, like they got their other needs before they got a safety this year. This year was not a highly safety draft class, but, uh, JL Skinner's not a bad pick a, a, at all. Um, I think he'll make the team. Alex Forsyth, I'm not sure if he'll make the team or not, but um, I still, though, compare, considering what they had, um, it's it's not a bad pick. All right, Cowboys fans, what's your thoughts on your draft? I still, I'm still, even if you 
enjoy the Mozzie Smith now. I'm still going to make that into a TikTok of you guys' meltdown. I just haven't had time. I thought we could have done better than Mozzie Smith in the first round, but um, I think the one thing, Jacob, that made me feel better about the Mozzie Smith pick was when I found out Kansas City wanted him too, and Jerry refused to trade him. So apparently no, Mozzie was one of those – Mozzie was one of those guys who um, who was just uh, who was just underlooked, and um, I just you know could we have gone with like a Michael Mayher or something like that? Possibly so. Um, so I mean, as as far as that, at first I wasn't super high on the pick. Um, I I thought we could have set ourselves up a little bit better. Uh, Luke's uh, I can't is that Schoonmaker Schoonmaker? I don't know how you pronounce that. I'm not even going to try it. Um, decent tight end. I wish we would have gotten Tucker Craft there. I'm just going to be honest with you. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I think I, I, that was your I mean, chance. The, the the future owner of the Chicago Bears, Tucker Craft. Um, you know, it just you know, it just. I, I'm just saying. I thought, like, I thought we could have done better, but like again, he he was he was on the radar. And then of course you look at some of the defense, some of the defensive players we've gotten. Uh, I came from now. Demavarvin Overshone out, out of Texas. Um, obviously he's a Texas guy, so that's no surprise there. Uh, Fico, uh, I think his name out of San Diego State or San he- San Jose State. I'm sorry, he was a bit of a stretch, but apparently, um, oh gosh, can't even think of his name at the moment. But apparently, someone on the on the Cowboy staff. It, it was on his radar. Uh, he could be one of those guys that you could really, uh, that you could really develop. I had no problem with him drafting Asim Richards out of North Carolina as an offensive tackle. Um, my favorite pick, though, and I think you'll agree with me, my favorite pick by far was Deuce Vaughn. I do agree with you. Deuce Vaughn was my favorite pick of our draft as well. Um, Yes, Alex, you can still make it into a TikTok, but uh, after some careful research and being, you know, level-headed and not exhausted, the Mozzie Smith pick makes complete and total sense because we needed help at the D-tackle spot because we either lost people or they got injured last year and weren't nearly as good when they came back. So we desperately needed some run-stopping power. And Mozzie Smith is a big boy and he can plug up them holes and hopefully finally get our run defense under control. Uh, Luke Schoonmaker, it was a forced tight end pick, unfortunately. Like, and I, I think, I think we made the better pick than Tucker craft. I'll be honest with you only, only because uh, Luke Schoonmaker's blocking ability is way better will, than Tucker craft. I, I will agree with you on that one. I will definitely agree with you on that one. But I, I, like I said, I, I'm used to the Jason Witten type that goes out and yeah. catch the passes and things like that. I, I just don't see Schoonmaker being that type of guy. Um, picks four through six were reaches. Were they bad reaches? Not necessarily. Were they good reaches? Not necessarily. Um, but Smith and Vaughn were the two picks that I loved the most. I think Deuce Vaughn will give Tony Pollard a run for his money when it comes to carries. And Mozzie Smith is going to be a monster on that D-line. And he's going to free up Micah Parsons to do a lot more damage this year. Can I also throw in some thoughts on this draft? Sure. You want to know my favorite pick of the draft? Of the entire draft or of, Dallas's of draft? Dallas. Who? 
well, okay, let me. Besides Deuce, but I'm only I'm only a fan of the Deuce pick mostly because it's the dad thing that was really cool. But does anyone want to take a guess about my favorite pick in this in this draft class for the Cowboys? Eric Scott Jr. No, gonna be for is is it gonna be for Hoko? It is Fahoko, yes. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, I, I, I love that pick too. I, I love that guy personally. First off, first and foremost, fuck San Jose State. Let me just go ahead and throw that out there. Go Bows, baby. <laughs> but this guy is this guy is actually a fucking beast. He won Mountain West Defensive Player of the Year last year. He's a three time first team Mountain West, um, you know, all all Mountain West uh from twenty from twenty twenty to twenty twenty two. Uh, I like this guy a lot. I mean, he is, you know, nine sacks last year, seven sacks before that, six sacks before that. I mean, he's gotten, you know, good on the force fumble side of things. I mean, I, I think this guy is actually a, a really good player. I'm not going to sit here and say he's going to be a fucking stud for you guys, but I think he's going to be like an absolute, like just an absolute, like good rotation player. And it's one that I think Cowboys fans should, should be excited for personally. Wait. You want to know a fun fact about him, hmm. about the, about drafting him? There was two players that Dan Quinn said that if they're there, get them. And that was Smith and Fahoko. And yeah. we got both of them. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah, this They're guy. Dan Quinn guys. I love because, this guy. Yeah, they're Dan Quinn guys. And they're just more weapons on that D line to free up for Micah Parsons. Yeah. It's going to so- be nasty. True. So Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn drafting, you know, Dan Quinn is like the Paul Heyman of the NFL. <laughs> he just picks random. He just picks people he likes. Like I want that dude. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm 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 a big fan of that draft pick in particular. Like I, I feel like I'm the one person on the planet throwing that out there. Like, oh yeah, that's my favorite pick from the Cowboys draft class. But you know, I, I mean, I've seen this guy, you know, playing against Hawaii and everything, and just. You know, following the Mountain West, I do. I like Mountain West football, guys. I'm not gonna lie. Mountain West football is entertaining, <laughs> for better or worse. It's entertaining as shit to me. <laughs> so I'm a big fan of Mountain West football. Uh, all right, so we've gotten through all of our favorite teams. No, I didn't do the Bears, did I? No, yeah, I did. My bad. My bad. You did. Okay, good. All right, we've gotten through all of our favorite teams. Now let's hit some teams drafts that we loved. Uh, I'll start because I. It was very tough for me to narrow it down to two. So I did pick four, but so I'm going to speed run it though. Uh, I'm not going to take a lot of time on it. I don't want to take a lot of time for anyone. Uh, so the first one, uh, let me, let me uh, double up with Jacob here. I'm a big fan of the Bengals draft. I'm a big fan of this draft because I love personally every pick, including the wide receiver from Princeton. Damn it. Uh, but no, I do love every pick here. I think the first, I think the first three knocked out of the park. I cannot tell you the level of jealousy I feel that you guys got Chase Brown. Uh, I love the dude from Princeton. I've been high on him for a while. I uh, got my guy DJ from the U. The Brad Robbins one's a good pick. I mean, uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and assume Brad Robbins is going to be an absolute all pro. Uh, I'm going to go ahead oh, and yeah. just assume that uh, based on how they draft special teamers. So Bengals, one of my favorites. Um, the Lions. I love this draft, boys. I, I I can't sugarcoat it. I love the Lions draft so much. Now, I do think that the both their first round picks is. I think they they were both reaches. I think we can all agree to that. Mm-hmm. But just because they were a reach doesn't mean it was just a bad pick, though. I like I like Jamar Gibbs' pick for him. 
to an extent, I mean, it makes sense now. Swift is, has been traded, whatever. It's going to pair well with Monty. If they, but they were very high on him. They were willing to draft him top 10 if they had to. But the pick that, that makes my dick as hard as a fucking mountain is Jack Campbell in the first round, baby. I'm right, <laughs> I'm right there with Mad Mel on that one. But that makes my dick so rock hard. I can't even begin oh to tell gosh. you. I love this guy so much. Dude, the fact on, that man. he went first round makes me so fucking happy. So I love that. That is a Dan Campbell guy, baby. I love Jack oh Campbell. Gosh. And then turned around and drafted Sam Laporta before Michael Mayer. I mean, they're just, they're, they don't give a fuck about rankings. They're drafting guys that are perfect for them. Uh, Brian Branch, love that pick. Hinnon Hooker, you got your future, you know, uh, behind Jared Goff. That's great. I love Martin from uh, West Kentucky. I love Colby from Will and Mary, and then Anton uh, Green as well. But man, I'm telling you, like, I love this class so damn much. I really do. Um, two more that I'll, I'll shout out. Number one, the Rams. They had a huge amount of picks, and they did really well across the board. Uh, the first three picks, awesome. Stetson, question mark. Uh, I love Davis Allen in the fifth. Uh, I love Zach Evans in the sixth. Uh, shout out to Jason Taylor, the second in the seventh. You know, Plus, they had Mr. Irrelevant, who I think is Deshaun Johnson from Toledo. I like him a lot. I think he's. I think I'm glad he got drafted. I'm glad he's Mr. Irrelevant because I think he's going to make a little bit of a name for himself. Uh, and then uh, the Browns. They had a very limited amount of picks, not picking until the third round. But what they have, I fucking love it, man. I love Cedric Tillman. I love Ika from Baylor. Dewan Jones is going to be a fucking Pro Bowler. And probably their best draft pick is fucking Luke in the seventh round. Luke oh, from yeah. the Ohio State University. That center is going to be an absolute stud. And, all right, look, I'm an honest man. Go ahead. You can say the Philadelphia Eagles. No, Go ahead. No, no. Well, I didn't, I, I didn't actually include them because it felt like the basic bitch answer. Um, yeah. But yeah. I am an honest man. Unfortunately, the Packers draft was fucking awesome. And I'm not yes, happy about. So I wanted to shout that one out because they drafted a, they drafted my guy Luke Musgrave, and I'm really upset about it. But like just across the board, they drafted a lot of guys that it's just like they were pretty high on my board. So unfortunately, I have, I've got to give them a shout out. The Packers did have a great draft that I do low key love, and it makes me very upset. So those were mine. Those are the, you know so I, those are the teams that I, I picked out as drafts that I absolutely loved. So. Uh, whoever wants to step up to the plate next. I'll step oh. up to the plate since you talked about the Lions. Uh, I also picked the Detroit <laughs> yeah, Lions. I love this draft so much. Now, okay, the draft for some may have been really fucking wonky, right? Yeah. But I think if you reorder the position that their pick uh, of their picks with how they got Brian Branch, who was who is first round talent. Yep. I think they drafted extremely well here. Mm -hmm. They draft they drafted with specific roles in mind for the guys they got. They drafted for need as well and got everything they needed in a weak oh, division and a weak conference. They could and likely will <laughs> do very, very good. Uh, and the other pick that I had is the one and only team in this entire draft that I think picked 
a perfect draft, got no picks wrong, reached for nobody. That is the Arizona Cardinals. Uh-huh. I was going to mention them, too. Their first two picks, just, just homers. Just they, they called their shot and just sent it with Paris Johnson Jr. and B.J. Ojolari. How in the world did B.J. fall into their pocket? I will never know. I'm jealous. <laughs> Fuck the Cardinals. I hate the Cardinals. But man, oh, the Cardinals did nothing wrong in the entire draft. And I, I'm shocked that it was Arizona of all teams. That I agree. I'm shocked that it'd be Arizona too. <laughs> um, let let's be real here. I, I want to be. I mean, this is kind of surprising, right? Um, now people listening or watching probably don't believe this, but honestly, during the week we we don't talk too much about like our ideas going into the show as far as like, hey, I'm thinking this, I'm thinking this, but yet. Right now, we have three people in agreement. I'm going with the Detroit fucking Lions. Yeah, let's go! <laughs> let's go! Listen, and I'm, I'm, and I'm just going to simply put it this way. They, their first five picks in the first three rounds, at some point, I had every single one of those players in the first round. Jameer Gibbs, I had him late in the first round at one point. Jack Campbell, late in the first round at one point. Sam Laporta in my 5.0 late in the first round. Brian Branch, mid-first round. Hendon Hooker, mid-first round. And they got every single one of them. I love this fucking draft. Yep. It, it, I think when I was looking through everything, it was... This was the most simplest pick of who won the draft, other than, in my opinion, the, the two that obviously won it, right? Yeah. In my opinion, due to their first-round move, the Houston Texans are in 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 talks of, of winning this draft. Just, bit, just based on the Will Anderson move, being able to trade back into three. That was outstanding. And then uh, then the obvious pick, right, the Eagles. Uh, I mean, they their draft was by far probably the best, and what everybody knows to be the best, sure. unfortunately for two people on this show, but that's for another conversation. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll back, um, um, actually I'll, I'll back Jacob and Alex with the, with my other one, Bengals and green Bay. Um, probably tied for the second best other yeah. than those other two for me. Um, <laughs> And it was super hard as well because I was also looking at Arizona and Cleveland as well. Those, those teams just picked where they needed to be and got players that 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 fell to them that was on their board and positions where they needed. They didn't reach for nobody. Um, Detroit, like Alex said, probably reached with Jameer and Jack. But the thing is, that's their guys, right? Yeah. That that's who they if wanted. It's be their starters. Positions. Doesn't matter, you know. So I mean, it it is what it is. So. Yeah. So um, it's it's uh, it's definitely four for four in the Detroit Lions. Um, I, I I think you could almost make an argument that the Detroit Lions, outside of Philly, probably had the best draft. You 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 can make that art. You can make that argument just based off like everybody said. The first five picks at one point could have been mid first round picks. Um, and somehow they all fell into the lap. Um, I don't know if you guys caught this or not, but when Sam Laporta got drafted, uh, the uh, 
the end, the analyst took a shade at Iowa's quarterback, and he's like, "Well, Sam the Porter's at least gonna have a quarterback, a better quarterback throwing to him." I thought that was a great, <laughs> a great shade. Um, you know, obviously, I'm gonna, you know, obviously, I'm gonna back up the Green Bay Packers, um, cause just because you know they drafted my guy Tucker Craft. I don't understand why they draft, why they drafted two tight ends, but. They drafted two tight ends, uh, and they got two good ones. Luke Musgrave is is a is I think he's going to be an excellent tight end in the NFL. I think Jaden Reed is going to be a decent NFL receiver eventually. He may even give them help this year. I don't know. It depends on if they can get Jordan Love going. Um, and then of course they drafted Sean Clifford. I was kind of that was the only head scratcher that I really had. But I'm actually going to go a little further to a team. Well, first of all, shout out to San Fran for drafting a kicker in the third round. Shout out to San Francisco for drafting a kicker. I absolutely loved that pick in the third round. But I'm going to go down the list a little bit further to a team nobody's mentioning right now, which is perfectly fine, and that's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I really believe Tampa Bay really kind of hit, almost hit a good home run. Not necessarily a home run, but maybe a triple in this draft. Collide. Clancy, which we've all been high on Kalaja Clancy. And then Cody Mock out of North Dakota State as an offensive tackle. I love that one. Um, for, those, for those of y'all who don't know anything about this kid, this kid's fr- uh, front two teeth got knocked out. I believe it was a seventh grade basketball game. And there was nobody who was looking at him coming out of high school, and he ends up going to North Dakota State, and he, he ends up dominating at North Dakota State. And obviously – North Dakota State is one of, if not the best program in the FCS. I like the Yaya Dobby from Louisville. I like, I like the Dennis Pick out of Pittsburgh. I really like the tight end of Payne Durham out of Purdue. I think he is an NFL type tight end. And the fact that he, now I understand that this was a decent tight end class, but him dropping to the fifth round, I really believe had he gone last year, had he been eligible last year, you could have seen this guy been an easy third round pick versus a fifth round pick this year. To me, just looking at this draft, even going all the way down to Trey Palmer out of Nebraska, who I think could be a potential uh, decent receiver in the NFL. And even Jose Ramirez out of Eastern Michigan. I kind of caught an Eastern Michigan game on TV earlier in the year. Um, and this this kid could play as well. So I don't think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had a bad pick at all. And I didn't really see any reaches for them either. Uh, can can I point out one thing? Can I can I go back to the the whole kicker situation? Before you do that, I want to. I, shout I out love to, it. I love it. I want to shout out <laughs> to the random reason why I laughed for the people listening to the show, like the audio format. It's because my guy Steve here in chat randomly chimed in. Wow, guys, I'm watching the ticker across the bottom and see Packers suck. Absolutely rude. And I forgot <laughs> it was on there, so that's why I laughed <laughs> randomly. But when Ricky was talking, I apologize to the audio listeners. All right, Jacob, go. Uh, so uh, I love Ricky, how you specifically call out the, uh, kicker being drafted in the third round when in fact your favorite team used the 17th pick overall in the 2000 draft to pick a kicker, Sebastian Janikowski. (laughs) But that's Sebastian Janikowski. Nobody knew he was going to be a heck of a kicker. (laughs) True. His leg power gave him that ability to be a first round pick. (laughs) Hey, before we get to the teams that drafts we hate uh one more team that i want to throw out there is i want to throw out the steelers i thought i had a pretty good draft too i was a big fan of theirs personally all right uh so yeah let's uh let's get to teams that we hate uh all right so i had three picked out what about you guys two two 
Shane, Ricky, how many did you guys have picked out? Well, I had the Raiders. That was one. Uh, well, yeah, we, yeah, we've already gone through that one. <laughs> uh, I just had one. Okay. I'll, I guess I'll speed run mine real quick since I had the most. So the first one, which, uh, you know, Ricky did kind of tease it earlier, um, you know, is the Jets. I, I don't like their draft. Uh, I'm really disappointed with how this draft was. Mm -hmm. uh, there's only two players on here I love, which do feature two play. Yeah, there's two players I'm, I'm massive fans of. Uh, being Joe Tipman and uh, Zach Kuntz down in the in the seventh round, I'm a big fan of both of those, especially Joe Tipman. I mean, that guy's going to be a Pro Bowler for this team. Um, but the rest of it, I, I can completely. I think there were, were better options. But at the same time, while I'm not a fan of it now, I'm not going to write it off because Joe Douglas has done great drafting. Besides Zach Wilson, um, so I, I'm not going to completely write this off yet. I think it'd still be fine. Uh, the other two teams for me is the Saints. Um, I, I just don't feel like the Saints did a lot with what they had. Uh, you know, the, the big one that kills me is the, is the running back in the third. I think there was better options that they could have gone over Miller, in my opinion. Let me pull back up uh, the round by round here when he was drafted. Uh, let's see. Where is the Saints here in round three? I keep overlooking it, I think. It was the eighth pick in the third round. Eighth pick in the third round. Oh, yep, there it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, at that point, the, I, I would have taken Spears over him easy, at least mm -hmm. in my mind. I would have taken Spears, who was taken by the Titans later on. Uh, Tank Bigsby, I would have taken him over over Miller as well. And then you get down to the fourth, and there's guys in the fourth that I love even more. I would have waited till the fourth to get a guy like Chase Brown or something. You know, I'm, I'm just not a fan of that pick. I'm, uh, their first-round pick, I think he's going to be okay. I'm, I have not been high on Brian this entire mock draft season. None of us really have. I, I've continued to put him late first because I acknowledge that that was just what was going to happen, you know. Um, but I, I've just never been a fan of him. A.T. Perry, I think, is okay. I, I do like Jake, though. Jake Hayner, I do like that one in the fourth round. It's really the only one that sticks out to me. It's like, okay, I like – well, I don't know. I say that, but I do actually like Nick, the offensive tackle from ODU. But I'm not the ma a massive fan of him. But Jake, I do like. I do like the quarterback pick. Uh, but just the rest of this draft, I can live without. And then my last one that I had was actually the Washington Commanders. Um, I do acknowledge where Forbes was like an absolute machine with pick sixes. I get that. You know, uh, Martin, in my opinion – was the weakest link of that uh, Illinois secondary. I mean, he's still good. Don't get me wrong, but he was the weakest link. Give me Witherspoon. Give me Brown before you give me Martin. Uh, Ricky Stormberg, you guys can attest to the, on, on that pick personally. Uh, Braden Daniels, I, it's okay. I don't think it's a home run by any means. Uh, KJ Henry, I, I can live without it. Chris Rodriguez, which I know Shane kind of mentioned earlier. I think that was before we started the show, though. I like the pick, but at the same time, I still think there's someone up. There's other people that could have gone better. Uh, Andre Jones as well in the seventh. I'm just not a fan of. Like I think the here's when I look at this draft class. I'm gonna be very brutally honest with you guys. This is what I see. I see a team that is fully preparing to tank because they want Caleb Williams. That is what I see when I look at this draft class. But those those were my three that I did not like. Can I just go ahead and call this out now? May 2nd, 2023. Write this down, Jacob. Caleb Williams will be a bust in the NFL. I don't have a strong opinion one way or another on that. Maybe a year from now, Will. I agree with you. Give, give me, a, give me a, a, another he's, year in college with him, and I'll make my decision. He's, he's going to be a bust just like Jordan Addison will. I think Jordan well, Addison will be fine because of the situation he went into. 
I mean, yeah, Minnesota, but I mean, I mean, I guess that's a decent situation. We'll, we'll get to our I, bust of day one here soon. Cause I've got, my I will good. go next then if that's the case, yeah. uh, number one, I have the Minnesota Vikings. Really? Uh, Steve threw in chat. Vikings had the best God. draft. No, no. Which, I think I Jordan Addison will be a bust. <laughs> uh, Blackman, Makai Blackman, uh, Blackman was a reach. Uh, Jay Ward, reach. Uh, J- uh, Jaquel and Roy, that's a good pick. I'll give him. I'll give them that. Jaron Hall, BYU. That's all I have to say. Uh, and Dwayne McBride. I love Dwayne McBride. There, that's the only thing we got going for him. That was that was pretty good, but. Minnesota's main concern out of this entire draft was defensive back. They took two, but they failed to take anything that uh, had explosive upside to it. I, I, I do not like either of their DB picks. Um, second is the New York Giants. I like the Deontay Banks pick. I like the John Michael Schmitz pick. And that's it. You don't like the Jalen I think he's going to be a bust. Okay. <laughs> Cedric Tillman, I think, was the better of the two wide receivers to come out of Tennessee. I agree. Jalen Hyatt is One too undersized to be in the NFL, to be explosive in the NFL. And just very one-dimensional. Well, I don't yep. believe he's undersized. I mean, he's like, what, 6'3", 190 or no, something he's like that? No, he... he's 176 pounds. That is small. Yeah, uh, he's 6'1", yeah, so, I mean, I think he just needs to put on weight. And, I mean, I stated this um, probably during our 3.0s. If he was to, to expand his route tree, he could be a very good receiver. But, I mean, Alex is right. He he is literally just a, yeah. a let, me, let me put a move on the guy on, on the line and just see how fast I can get by him. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, all right. Who wants to hit their least favorite teams next? Um, I mean, mine's pretty I mean, y'all easy. <laughs> Ricky, I don't, I don't think anyone heard what you just said. You, you kind of like cut out. <laughs> Ricky, we're losing you, bud. We're losing you, bud. <laughs> We're losing your butt. <laughs> Freaking hate this internet. Pom oh, bluff. You're it back. sucks. You're back. He's back. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> it's a terrible football show. What do you expect? Anyways, um, all of y'all have hit my least favorite of the draft. Every okay. single one of y'all have hit my least favorite of the draft so far. I'm, I'm looking through and trying to pick one for crying out loud. And Minnesota was the one I was going to pick, and then Jacob picked it. Then I was going to pick the Giants. Get the Jacob picked it. And then, yeah, yeah so yeah, just, just, uh, Shane, Shane, give me time to find another one. Uh, I mean, you don't, you're not going to have much time because I'm, I'm agreeing with some, some of these guys that they've already chosen. I'm just going to ride a bandwagon here. Saints were my number one um, before. Even Alex mentioned it. Um, so that's my thing with all the same points that Alex said. And then as well, I will I will also second the Washington pick as well. Um, even though I liked their pick with um, with Chris uh, Rodriguez Jr. Um, and, of course, I mean, a little bias here. Ricky Stromberg, of course. I'm going to be a little biased on that. But the thing is, though, 
Manuel Forbes, even though even though they claim him as a ball hawk, I mean it's for the same reason that that uh, uh he's small, super small. Dude's like a buck seventy. He's like six foot tall. He he's gonna get bullied around in the NFL, regardless of who they go up against, unless he's gonna be guarding a, a smaller slot guy. And even then, is it Forbes or Forbes or whatever it is? Forbes. I don't. I mean, I Forbes. know he was in. I know he was in the 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 four three range or or four four range. But the thing is, he's so tall and lanky. I don't see him being able to flip his hips as quick as some of these guys, like a Steve Flowers, Tyreek Hill. Like he's not going to be able to guard those smaller uh, slot receivers just because of how tall and lanky he is. Um. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like him at all in the mid first round. I thought he was a late first round, early second round pick. Um. So to me, Washington completely bottled that as well. So. Okay. So I found one that I forgot about. The Los Angeles Rams. Really? Um. I picks one, it. two, and three were fine. I didn't. I don't. They have three TCU players. And four through seven were pretty big reaches. Darius Davis, huge reach in the fourth round. Uh, uh, Jordan McFadden out of Clemson, oh, wait, huge reach oh, in the fifth chargers, round. Chargers, Chargers. Okay, Chargers. You said Rams. The Chargers, that's what I meant. I'm oh, sorry, oh, I meant the I Chargers. Say, I I'm sorry. The Rams I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I meant the Chargers, everybody. I meant the, I meant the, the other the other L.A. Yeah. team. Steve the, threw the, it the in chat, LA too, team. that Chargers had a bad draft. <laughs> The char- my fault. I, I, my fault. I meant the Chargers, not the Rams. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Rams did have. I did like the Rams draft yeah. uh, quite a bit. But yes, the Chargers. They four through seven were like humongous reaches. They had three TCU players. Uh, two of them. Uh, Max Dugan. I don't know if Max. I don't know if Max Dugan is going to be a good NFL quarterback or not. He's a seventh round pick. So we. Uh, you know, you may you may see him on a practice squad or something like that. If okay. if not the XFL. Um, I, I just don't see him being an NFL type quarterback. And they they really reached with Darius Davis. Uh, he definitely was not the best wide receiver on the board yeah. uh, at that time in the fourth round. It, they, they could have gone for a lot better than what they did. Jordan McFadden, I'm okay with Jordan McFadden, but there, like I said though, they, it was just it was just the positioning. I, I don't think Jordan McFadden. Uh, he should have been an unside. He should just been one of those unside free agents. That that was just a huge reach in the fifth round as well. As Scott Matlock was for Boise State. Just four through seven overall was nothing but reaches. It's like ah, what what the hell? Let's just get this. And that that was it. I would not have drafted three TCU players. That was completely terrible. True. I love the fact they got uh, Dayon Henley though. Yeah, uh, I love how he he's going to be. Yes, Dayon Henley. Honestly, like I said, That's... this is Steve in chat when he brought up the Chargers. Their second and third round picks is the only thing I really liked. Yes, yes, that's I, that's, and I did point that out that I yeah, did yeah. like those two picks. That I did like those two picks. Yes, they had a great day too. Everything else, yeah, well, well you know, it's a thing. <laughs> Uh, before we get into our favorite and like least favorite and like, you know, basically the picks by the day, Steve wanted to make sure, uh, he really wanted to hammer down and make sure that, uh, Jacob and Ricky, if you guys seen the new power rankings after the draft, uh, he just really wanted to make sure that you guys have, have possibly seen that and seen who's at number one. Uh, he just really, he wanted to make sure you guys saw that. So I want to take a look at that at some point in time, but anyway, (laughs) Jacob, (laughs) What what what'd you say? I can't see much. Oh God. 
All right, let's hop into the picks by day. So the way I had it set up, uh, I don't I don't know if you guys did the same thing or something close. I did favorite, least, shocking, dis- disappointing, and then I called um, I called out for a bust. I called out for a career starter, so just like an average player, just career starter for you. Uh, pro bowler, that, that's that's kind of their ceiling, and then I'm predicting a Hall of Famer. Uh, that's what I did. I don't know what everyone else did, but I, that's I what did I, the latter of the picks that you just mentioned. Yep. Okay. Yep. okay. <laughs> Uh, all right, so day one then. Uh, favorite pick of uh, the first round? I can tell you my least favorite pick was Anthony Richardson. I can tell you that much. Um, uh, Jordan Addison, I think, is going to be a bust. Um, Brian Breesy was kind of a reach, in my opinion, for a, for a first-round pick, but I, I still think he has a chance uh, to have a decent career. Um, Let's see here. My favorite pick. I mean, obviously my favorite move was when the Texans just came back and got the got pick number two and number three. I think that's I, I think that's a given. If I had to say a favorite pick though of this entire first round, ah, oh, it's hard. It's really hard to say. I, I'm gonna go Kalaja Clancy out of Pittsburgh to the Buccaneers. I think that was my favorite pick. Mine was the one that I already raved about. Uh, Jack Campbell's my favorite pick of the first round. My dick is so rock hard right now. I could, oh like, gosh. just thinking about it again, I could potentially flip this desk over. Like, you could just see the whole thing as you flipped <laughs> open. You guys would have to see it. Like, Jack Campbell in the first round makes my cock so hard, boys. So, oh that, is, that is by far my favorite pick of the first round. My favorite pick, which may come as a little bit of a surprise to people, was Deontay Banks to the Giants. Mm, okay. Uh, my favorite is going to be Paris Johnson Jr. Uh, from the Ohio cards. State yeah. okay. to Arizona. Uh, least favorite pick for me was Quentin Johnson. That was my, that was by far my least favorite pick. Uh, my least favorite is going to be Emmanuel Forbes. Washington. My least favorite pick... <laughs> is will anderson jr (laughs) really okay specifically because of what they had to give up in order to get him it was not worth it to me okay and i think he's an average player or will be an average player in the nfl okay uh did did everyone get their least favorite pick or am i missing someone here no i think we got everybody on this rick i mean uh, Anthony Richardson's yeah. my least favorite yeah, pick. I, I, I think he, I think he's going to be him and jo- him Jordan Addison and Quentin Johnson are all three going to be bust. Yeah, I, I can't really rank who's the least favorite of my okay. picks of of those three though. Most shocking pick uh, for me, uh, it was Jamar Gibbs. Obviously, I think we can all agree to that one. Uh, who would have thought that at twelve? But the other one, honestly, is not because of the team that picked it, but just how it happened. And that is Will Anderson Jr. I mean, who would have thought the the Texans would have picked CJ at two and then managed to get back at three? So that's definitely the most shocking for me. Uh, I'm going to do something that's probably going to hurt some feelings here. My my most shocking is going to be Mozzie Smith. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? Tell me. <laughs> I mean, I, I, could he have had a first round grade? Yes. 
was teams high on him at that at that area? Yes, but me personally, I, I still had him like mid second round. I mean, probably within pick seven to fifteen in, in the second round. I, I just think it was it was too much of a reach. Um, I mean, honestly, I would have liked Miles Murphy there better. I think the only other defensive tackle that was taken in the first round that's better than Mozzie Smith is Kalaja Kansi. I do not think Brian Breesey is better. I do not think that Jalen Carter is better. Ooh, okay. All right. Uh, biggest disappointing pick. Uh, for me, it would be Quentin Johnson is my number one because, uh, I mean, I, I do support the Chargers. I think they have a great social media team that fucking murders me. Yeah, I, you know, it's just a fun team to watch. You know, I would consider them, like I said before, like probably my number three team. And that's just in that position, man, I really wish they would have got Zay Flowers. I really wanted that. Now, my true number one disappointing, uh, it's for pure selfish reasons, is Dalton Kincaid to Buffalo. And you guys know why I wanted him in Jacksonville. But that's just me being selfish. Yeah, I'll, I'll say Dalton Kincaid for the same reason that you said, because I, I really thought Dallas – um, I was really hoping that he he would be in Dallas. Um, I know that I wanted Tucker Craft in Dallas, but if we were gonna say, if we were gonna say right now he can go out on the field and help you right now, Dalton Kincaid would have been mine. You're disappointing, right? Yeah, we're disappointing. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Bijan Robinson. Really? Okay. Interesting. Out of all of the knees that the Falcons have. Why waste a pick? Why waste the first pick on a running back? I think it's the same reason the Green Bay Packers drafted two tight ends. They were expecting a trade. I'm I'm actually going to agree with Jacob. Um, do I like the pick to help their team? Yes. Do I think it should have been done at eight? Absolutely not. Um, you could have done one or two things. You could have traded out. You got better value. Now, yes. If you didn't pick him there at eight, was Philadelphia most likely going to take him at nine or ten? Yeah, most likely. But you also got to think, I honestly don't think they would have. I think compared to Jalen Carter or Bijan, they were probably going to take Jalen Carter anyways, just because you can't give up that kind of talent being right there. Um, and there was a second running back that was there in the, what well, surprisingly in the mid, mid first round that, I expected to be there and later that you could have also taken and not have too much of a fall off. So I'm going to be, be John Robinson as well. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'm the only one that did the predicting players, right? No, I did too. Oh, okay. Well, let's speed run these real quick. So bust of the first round, Quentin Johnson, Jalen Carter, uh, Anthony who, Richardson. Who's your career starter? I have three. Uh, the, well, it was average career starter. Yeah. So I, t I took that as just like they, they were going to have an average career, right? Yeah. Okay. I uh, Jordan Addison, Will Anderson Jr., and Emmanuel Forbes. Will Anderson Jr. was my pick for career starter. Um, Pro Bowler, Lucas Van Ness for me. Jackson Smith and Jigba, Peter Skaronsky, and Devin Witherspoon. And we're doing more. I'm going to throw in Jack Campbell into that, mat that there, but... Uh... All right, Hall of Famer. Who do you want to try to predict who's going to be a Hall of Famer? I got two. I also have two. I have Paris Johnson Jr. And Jack I have Jack Campbell, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I have Dalton Kincaid and Kalijah Cansey. Hall of Famers. Book it. Get the gold jacket ready right now. Yeah, I had Paris Johnson Jr. and Dalton Kincaid. Uh, all right, so we're, we're near the end of the, of the show anyway. So if we could, let's try to speed around uh, the remaining two days. Apparently, I got my soup ready inside, and I'm being summoned, which I am pretty fucking hungry. Uh, it's been a very long day. Uh, all right, so day two, favorite pick? Joey Porter Jr. How can it not be? That was one of mine. I had two. I had Joey Porter Jr. and Hendon Hooker for day two. Yeah, probably be my two as well. Joe Tipman to the Jets. That would probably be my third. And you'll know why here in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh Cody Mock, uh, obviously, uh was was uh was my was my favorite. And then um Joey Porter Jr. Cody Mock yeah, would also be one of mine. We'll see that in a minute. <laughs> uh least favorite. Uh my true least favorite is the Kendra Miller from New Orleans. I like I just didn't like the pick flat out, but a selfish least favorite is Luke Musgrave to the fucking Green Bay fuck Packers. So mad about that. Also, I think we lost Ricky. I think Ricky was lost to time. <laughs> uh, Marvin Mims to the Broncos. Okay. I hate I think we're, but we're I, slowly but, uh, but getting Jacob, I, uh, Ricky back on me. I hate Jacob, but I'll agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ricky, you back? No. <laughs> Wait, get that picture. Get that, get that picture. Get that picture. I got it. See, I can. Man, you're a robot. I think it's funny. Like, I want everyone listening to know this man uses a hot spot to do the show, and we have so little problems with that. So little problems with that. And I think it's funny, the last episode we have before we go on a break, and we got a problem. That would be our luck. Well, whenever he kind of reconnects, we'll follow back up. Most shocking pick for me, Sam Laporta. The fact that he went above Michael Mayer. But at the same time, it's like, is it shocking, though? Because that's a Dan Campbell guy. But it was shocking in the moment, for sure. Brian Branch, just specifically because of how far he fell. That's right. two for two here. I'm going. I'm agreeing with Jacob. Brian Branch. Uh, <laughs> with, with him having a, a mid to mid to late first round grade for me, um, and then for him to fall where he did, like that's absolutely insane. Uh, for disappointing. Okay, so I meant to get another pick here because I literally have this guy's name or. Uh, but my disappointing, I just have Luke Musgrave because again, I don't want him to be a fucking Packer. So I'm just gonna rock with it. I think I'm back. I think you're back. All right. What was your most <laughs> shocking pick? See, here's 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 the thing, though, gentlemen. I could hear everything y'all said, but you were frozen, and y'all couldn't hear the damn thing I could say. Uh, my most shocking pick, I think, is I'm gonna say Osiris Torres, not because um, it wasn't a good pick, because his pick. I, I thought he was gonna be a an early second round, not late first round pick. So you sound like a robot, but I was able to hear everything that you said. <laughs> I, I did hear you. I hate this thing. I hate this thing. <laughs> uh, hey, one day you'll get internet, man. One day you'll actually be able to have internet. <laughs> oh, man. I just get internet. The Raiders can't Now I can't hear what you're saying anymore. <laughs> man, he's having a time right now. Oh, God. 
Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so, Jacob, you've got picks for the four things again for day two? Yes. Okay. Uh, your, who's your bust? Mine's Will Levis. Uh, I have Isaiah Foskey, who got picked up by the Saints, and Jonathan Mingo, who got picked up by the Panthers. Career starter. Joey Porter Jr. and Jalen Hyatt. Mine's Darnell Washington. Who's your pro bowler? DJ Johnson and Britton Strange. I've got Cody Mock. I love that pick so much. All right, who's, who's going to be your Hall of Famer? Cody Mock and... Shane's going to love this one. Drew Sanders. What? Whoa. What? <laughs> Get Drew Sanders the gold jacket. Hell wow. yeah, baby. <laughs> My Hall of Fame prediction is going to be the second coming of Nick Mangold up in New York, baby. It's going to be Joe Tipman. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. All right. Uh, Ricky di- missed that, by the way. Ricky missed that pick. Yeah, he did. I don't care. <laughs> I freaking internet. <laughs> Ricky, I picked that Drew Sanders is going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, that was one of his Hall of Fame picks for day two. There you go. <laughs> I, think he, I think he said yes. <laughs> He's smiling. We see the frozen smile. All right, boys. Day three. Let's get through this. Uh, favorite pick of day three. I, I, I've said this guy's name like four times now. Chase fucking Brown, Cincinnati. Luke Weipler. That's my next one. Noah Soul. All right, Rick, are you there to give your favorite pick of day three? Day three, it's probably going to be a rope. <laughs> All right, least favorite pick for me is the Roshan Johnson for Chicago. I struggled with this one. Um, I think it's going to be Jarek Reed the second. Seattle. Oh, okay. I think we just lost Ricky probably for the rest of the show. Probably. That's my guess. Well, Ricky, we'll you're going to listen to that. In fact, I appreciate you. Least favorite? Yeah, least, fa- this least, is least favorite. favorite. Yeah, least favorite day three. Ah. Uh. Uh, I'm. It was between two guys, but I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say one. I'm gonna say Zach Evans to the Rams. Okay. Uh, most shocking pick of day three for me it was Luke Weipler. The fact that he went that low. Sixth round is unbelievable. Uh, I think mine's gonna be the uh, Max uh, Dugan pick. Uh, only t- two reasons because he went to a team that is never going to use him, so I think it was a waste of a pick. And two, because I'm surprised he was even drafted at all. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah, we lost Ricky for the rest of the show. He said, screw it, my internet sucks. Go Cowboys. Uh, so, Ricky, appreciate you, man. Uh, so, yeah, shocking. Shane, did you shout yours? I did not. Okay. Um, Dewan Jones, just based on where he, that he fell into that day three. Fair, fair. Uh, disappointing. Uh, for me, it's uh, actually Tanner McKee. I, I hate that. He, I hate that he went to Philly, where he's just going to be a backup. Same. Yeah, same. I, I hate that a That's lot. That's actually crazy. I hate that a lot. Uh, all right. So for the predictions. Did you pick out a bust? Because I didn't. I feel like it's hard to label someone a bust in in day three. You know what I mean? 
So I feel like that was unfair. If I had to pick one, it'd be Stetson Bennett. But like, I picked one. I feel like that's such an unfair thing to do. Yeah, picked I didn't one, and I already, I already talked about him. Okay. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't pick anybody in for day three just because you get picked day three, you're, you're not really even really supposed to make the team, let alone do anything. Yeah. But I did pick two potential Hall of Famers here. Oh, okay. Pick Noah Sewell, by the way. For your bust? Yep. I hope you're wrong. I do, too. <laughs> two potential Hall of Famers, Charlie Jones and Dewan Jones. Ooh, I like those. I picked uh, two Pro Bowlers. Uh, Deuce Vaughn and Jake Hayner. Yeah, especially if the Derek Carr experiment fails. Fair. That's very fair. Uh, all right. So for career starter, uh, I I picked out as my number one career starter, uh, Corey Trice, Pittsburgh, cornerback, seventh round from Purdue. I like that pick a lot. I think uh, I think I think I picked Parker Washington for that. I like that. Um, career starter. I don't really have one, but I'll go through and find one real quick. Um, While you're looking, I'm gonna shout out my Pro Bowler Tyler Scott. Let's get it. He's gonna be a Pro Bowler in Chicago. Keyshawn Boutte, New England. Oh, be a Risky career starter. I can see that. I can see that. I can see him just being an average career starter, like a ten-year pro. You know, just get kind of getting the job done every once in a while. Yeah, Pro Bowler for me, Tyler Scott, Chicago. Let's get it. Uh, I really want Jake Hayner to be a Pro Bowler. Fair. Man, if um, if things go his way, and he becomes a the second back for this team, and he puts up. Six to seven hundred yards rushing, has a good return game. I could see him getting in there as a as a Pro Bowler. Deuce Vaughn. Yeah, baby. True, true. All right, uh, Hall of Famer prediction. Jacob, you're gonna like mine. Uh, I okay. So I picked this before news broke today of a certain someone getting a contract extension. You picked Sean uh, Clifford. I did pick Sean Clifford. Wow. Never Specifically because that. I have zero faith in Jordan Love, and I think Sean Clifford would be a good, great NFL starting quarterback. Wow. Never saw that one coming. Hopefully Tyler's still not here. Yeah, he was chatting <laughs> earlier. Um, yeah, <laughs> he was chatting earlier. I'd be he- curious his thoughts on that. I may text him and, let him, and see what he thinks if he's not here. My Hall of Famer is the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, the future Hall of Famer for the Cleveland Browns, Luke Weibler from the Ohio State University. You know, for some reason, it, it, like the first thought in my head when you said I was going to be proud of it was Deuce Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> and I had the question ready that do you think he would be Emmett Smith's record? And it, you know, happen it's fine i am totally okay with luke weipler being a hall of famer 
The answer to your question, though, is no. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think anybody's going to beat that record. No, just simply because Emmett Smith had to fucking beat his body down and drag himself there to get there. I mean, yep. I look, I'm, I look, I'm very hard in the boat. Emmett Smith's not the best running back of all time. My opinion will never change on that. Just because he drug his ass across the finish line for the record doesn't mean he's the best. That's just my opinion. Hmm. That's a conversation for another time. That is, because I'll <laughs> give is. you three running backs that I think are better than Emmett. Yeah, I can I can probably name at least three to four. Probably name one of them, and that's LT. No. Yep. No? No. Barry Sanders. That's number one all time. Uh, my opinion will never be changed. I okay. have a I have a full document it saved in my phone of comparing stats, comparing years they've played, comparing their offensive line, comparing the offensive line Pro Bowls and all pros and everything. I have a full stat sheet ready to go at any time that for because me and Brady are. <laughs> he just about got this. a gun loaded, bro. I, I, I do. I really do. I have a full fucking document ready to go on this anytime someone wants to argue because me and Brady argue about this all the time. <laughs> like, I'm constantly, I'm constantly loaded. Like, my gun's loaded at all times. <laughs> like, I just, a couple clicks. The 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 it's in my one note. So literally the title of the note is just called Fuck You Brady. Like it's loaded, it's ready to go at all times. <laughs> like I, I'm fucking I'm 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 ready to go. <laughs> fuck fuck Brady. That piece of shit. Oh. Anyway, uh Shane, did you shot your Hall of Famer for day yeah, three? Yeah, did it when the Brady started to one Jones. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. My bad, my bad. Uh, all right, so that should cover our entire thoughts of the draft. So we can probably go and wrap up the show because I'm starving and I've got like some like potato soup in there that just sounds amazing right now. And I'm ready to go fucking just, I'm ready to get after it. Um, so, yeah, like we mentioned earlier in the show, this will be our last episode here for a little bit. We'll do one episode in June and one in July. There's no date on that. Go follow us over at Twitter at uh, TerribleFBShow. You can also just follow me at AlexLight23 or join the Discord that's linked down in the description below. And we'll keep everyone up to date on when we're going to do episodes, on what exact day. As of now, no plan. Uh, and then we will be back to um, weekly scheduling uh, beginning of August. I think it's literally like August 1st. I could be wrong on that. But, I mean, it's right there at the beginning, so that's pretty cool. And then back to, uh, back to weekly schedule here for Season 3 of ATFS. A uh, great offseason by the boys. A lot of mock drafts, a lot of draft talk, a lot of free agency talk, a lot of good times there. Can't wait. Because, I mean, think about it, guys. Next time that we're fully doing this show, I'm not counting June and July, college football is going to be right there. You know what I mean? And NFL's going to be right there. Like, we're so, we're like, we're going to be so close. It's going to be great. Uh, if you want to keep track of all the boys, uh, Ricky's got his own show called Talking Sports with uh, uh, Ricky and Forrest, I believe is what it's called. You can go subscribe to them on YouTube. I think it's down in the description below. Uh, Shane, his stuff's down in the below as well for his Twitch and his Twitter. Uh, Jacob's stuff's down there as well if you want to follow him. But uh, Jacob's also been part of the Animan Plus squad, so you'll still see him over there. Shane's got some stuff in the works as well for Sparky3, so you'll see him there as well. Uh, for everyone that's been listening to this show, we appreciate the shit out of you, especially during this offseason, kind of getting up to this point. The draft is great. The, you know, now it's just time to kick back and relax for a little bit. I'm pumped. You know, I'm pumped for five dollar movie Tuesdays. That's one of my. I love. I love going to the movies on Tuesday. That's that's my. That's my day. Five dollar tickets, baby. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'll probably actually see you on Tuesday watching Guardians of the Galaxy. What theater are you going to? Because I'm going to movie tavern. 
you on a movie tavern or are you gonna you gonna you spend the money i always go to the movie tavern i i am bougie now i've spoiled myself too damn much with i've the... never i've never been there just because I've, I've heard that it costs so much it's 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 a special trip let me tell you but unfortunately that special trips become an every time trip for me because i just love it so much but but yeah I will try my hardest not to uh spoil anything for you guys because i'm seeing at the midnight release oh you can spoil everything Shoot wednesday night i don't give a shit i love spoilers tell me everything you will not offend me what i love what spoilers. different conversation <laughs> different day anyway we're gonna wrap things up uh thank you so much for listening through everything uh through this off season uh we'll see you guys sometime in june later